So we talk often about cancel culture and the evil that it is, and you know that I oppose it. And even when horrible things are said about me, I don't believe in people getting fired. I don't believe in people being attacked. I believe we should notice what they say, recognize it for how wrong it is, and move on. Cancel culture doesn't allow ideas to get into the public sphere. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Uh, Don't forget to go to TonyKatz.com and subscribe and follow the podcast. Over at YAF, this is Young America's Foundation, Governor Scott Walker, the former governor of Wisconsin, is moving an idea on something called the long game. And the long game to save America. The former governor, Scott Walker, joins us right now. Uh, They've written about this over at Newsweek. Uh, As you put it, we will not only win, we will win not only the battle, but also the war. So let's start with the, the basics here. How do you define cancel culture for people? What is the battle that we're actually in? And what does it take to win that war? Yeah, well, we're in, we're not only in a battle, we're in the war for the heart and soul of our republic. And uh, the left has been at this really for decades, all the way back to Solinsky back in the 1960s. We've seen it for years in our college campuses, but it's grown into culture and increasingly into our communications with censorship from big tech. And it used to be, I, I can remember as a, a kid in college, there were left-wing professors, but at least you had a say, you could have your voice, you could speak out. What we find now in America, particularly in this last year, is not only in college, but even in high school, junior high, all the way through elementary school and throughout society, even outside of the classroom, conservatives increasingly are being intimidated. They're being led to believe their their views are radical when, when just the opposite is true. We're embracing uh, the very Main Street values of Judeo-Christian values that made this country great, the founding principles, lifting up our founders at icons, and that's what the long game's all about. It's not just winning the battle today, but having a game plan to win the war far into the future, because the left's doing it. we got to counter it. So you, you talk about uh, the inability to speak in the public square, and you know you may have had professors who leans left, but there could still be a conversation, as is posted on the site at YAF, uh, yaf.org. A University of Georgia science professor has banned students from using Fox News as a source. So you can't take articles or information that you might find at Fox News or foxnews.com as a source. This is, is part of it as you see it and as uh, YAF Young Americans Foundation sees it. So in this conversation of the long game, give me some pieces and some, some action steps that you're discussing with people, whether they be college students or older, about, well, how that fight actually gets engaged. Yeah, we, we've got to be engaged everywhere. I, I'm proud that Young America's Foundation has a long time history and a reach across America. We're helping students, supporting them on over 2,000 campuses. But that's not enough. This is a prime example. 2,000 sounds pretty impressive until you realize there's over 4,000 colleges and universities, private as well as governmentally run around the country. We've got to be on all 4,000. We've got to be on every campus and every place not just with undergraduates, but I would say even step further, go into students who are in two-year associate degrees in our community and technical colleges, reach out to them, reach out in high school, even go into junior high and middle school, because I, I think about it personally. I was 12 in 1980 when Ronald Reagan ran for president. I know what an impact he had on me, not just as a conservative, but as an optimist. You know, those days have dramatically changed. And now, 
We see, I'll give you another example, it's on our website as well. We have a tip line, and uh, besides the kind of tips you mentioned with professors out of control or free speech infringements, one of them came from Iowa State, another good Midwestern example where uh, the local school district, they told us, and we looked into it and exposed this, partner the partner the district did with BLM for a BLM week of action during the beginning of Black History Month. It had little or nothing to do with black history and was rather radical indoctrination as early as preschool and kindergartners were giving coloring pages that talked about transgender, allowing them to make their choice about whether they were a girl or a boy or somewhere in between. That is in the earliest of ages. And they're teaching our children that fathers don't necessarily have to be a part of the the traditional family. This is the kind of radical stuff that's happening, not just in San Francisco or New York City, but right in the heartland of America. We have got to counter it. So we're starting early. We're going to not only help elementary school students, we're going to help their parents with information to counter the 1619 project and all the things that teach you to hate America and instead go back to those traditional values that have made this country great. Talking to Scott Walker, former governor of Wisconsin, president of Young America's Foundation, a conversation about, well, how we solve this cancel culture world that we're in. But it seems like it's it's a bigger conversation. You bring up the Midwest, you know, we're, we're, we're on in Indiana, we're on in Nebraska. The, these things we, we sometimes think of, oh, these are coastal things, but they're not. They are happening uh, right here. And the conversation you're having is is not only a cancel culture conversation but really a conversation as we discuss 1619 project or 1619 project and some of these other things uh, it's it's about a mis a purposeful misrepresentation of history so how does uh whether it's it's yaf or or how do you see it how do you go about engaging that correction with students is it about you being able to get into the classroom or is it about being able to get people information that they can then bring to the classroom it's about all the above. You know, Ronald Reagan in his farewell address 32 years ago this year warned us that we had not reinstitutionalized American patriotism, that we felt better after eight years of Ronald Reagan, but that too many parents were afraid to teach their kids to be unapologetically American. And we've seen, you know, the seeds of, of that grow in, in the wrong direction. And so when we look at it, it's going into college, high school, middle school, even elementary school. Yes, it's working with materials we can give to parents. Uh, we've been doing this for years. You know, when the left went after Christopher Columbus, we put out materials to tell the truth. Now they're going after Washington and Jefferson and heck, even Lincoln and others out there. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we're putting out materials to give the parents to help even as early as elementary school. But we're also reaching out not just with college professors, but with educators, with teachers. Part of our long game plan, and people want a copy of this and get it absolutely free, yaf.org slash long game. But part of it is reaching out not only to conservative teachers, conservative educators, but just those who want to be objective. Uh, I remember years ago, my, my oldest son's 26, when he was in high school, government-run high school, had a great AP government teacher who was absolutely a wonderful teacher, tried to be as objective as she could be. But the textbook that they gave her to teach out of had a chapter about how Ronald Reagan's tax cuts caused the deficits of the 80s. Totally bogus, totally untrue, not accurate at all. So, of course, I pulled off a different book, gave it to my son, and said, here's the counter to that. The tax cuts actually boosted revenues because the economy grew. It was liberals like Tip O'Neill and the others in the House 
that spent more than came in through those tax cuts. But this is the sort of thing we're fighting against. This was even a few years ago when my kids were in high school. Today, it's not even just a matter of disinformation. It's a matter of outright lies and intimidation. Uh, The left are the ones who are divisive as much as they talk about the right. Uh, They're the ones that if you disagree with them, you're racist, you're sexist, you're transphobic. Uh, As conservatives, we're happy warriors. We want to we want people to live a life of freedom and opportunity. We don't care what you look like, where you come from. Uh, we if you particularly if you come here from abroad, if you come here legally to immigrate to America, we want you to be a part of the American dream. But we don't separate our feelings out or our, or our messages out one group versus another. We're not a part of identity politics. We want every American to succeed. And that's the message we've got to tell younger and younger to get it uh, get it out in the mass. In 10 seconds or less, sir, before I let you go, will Aaron Rodgers ever win another Super Bowl? Absolutely. The Lombardi Trophy belongs in Lambeau Field, the home of Vince Lombardi. I was asking because producer Ari is from Wisconsin, and he wanted to know. <laughs> Born and so, raised, dude. So that's, God bless that's you. all there go, is. Pat, go, yes, Scott sir! Walker. Sir, an absolute pleasure. Young America's Foundation, YAF.org. Uh, you can check out the long game uh, for yourself and find out more about it. Sir, a pleasure. I'm glad you had the time. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. This is Tony Katz Today.